escape to the metaverse but act like you know yeah you are now tuned into the matthew and rizzle show yeah uh, escape to the metaverse better act like you know you are now tuned into the matthew and rizzle show yeah Yeah, so it should be like 35 people or so, which is not a bad size crowd. No, it's going to be cool. That's like a perfect size. It's going to yeah. be nice and tight, like no crazy spillover or anything like that. I I, I still need to get my ticket. Actually, <laughs> I'm like, I have like a couple tabs open for different options. Like none of the flights suck from Portland. It's part of the mm-hmm. problem. But it's it looks like I could do something Wednesday or Thursday to get in at like not a crazy late time both days. Yeah, it's up to you, man. We're we have like I'll, I'm getting there on Wednesday just to like get there a day early. So I'll be there that night. I think there will be a handful of people there that night too. I know Hidden Forces is going to be there. Um, I think maybe easy in Brookhawk. Uh, so there'll be like some people there the 19th, just sort of like chilling and like getting set up a little bit. Uh, but then most of the people are coming on the 20th and then we're, we're like arranging airport transportation. I don't know if you saw this, I'm posting the schedule in your discord, just so you have some idea of like what's going on and what to expect and shit. The the place is really not super far away from the airport. It's like 15 minutes or something. Is that right? Uh, I th- think it's a little bit more i think it's like 40 or 45 minutes okay like getting onto the road specific roads probably takes more time than google maps is showing yeah so like on the 20th we'll have like three uh we sort of got rugged on the unicorn bus so we're gonna probably just arrange for like some big ass ubers to pick people up at like nine o'clock one o'clock and then like 6 p.m or something on the 20th um, okay and then we'll also shuttle people back to the airport on the 23rd for people flying out on the 23rd Flying out though may have to do like a afternoon or evening on Saturday just to get home at like a crazy time. Yeah, I think most people are flying out like around or like need to get to the airport by around like four p.m. on Sunday. So we'll. Uh, oh, you're saying flying out on Saturday? Um, yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to do, man. Uh, but you might be on the hook for like you know booking an Uber from the camp on the. 22nd though although i know new momo art is also leaving that day so there there's a couple people coming in early late that you can hitch a ride with or you know combine ubers or something yeah we'll probably we'll we'll work that out there i was looking i mean the uber won't be crazy that's what i was planning on doing anyway just because the flights are so so specific cool um dude you were missed at nft nyc too it was it was a really good time this year it was definitely more like 2020 vibes that's a, I've, I've caught a little bit of that well dude let's rec- are we recording let i would love to hear about it yeah actually we were already recording <laughs> oh dope <laughs> cool. let's get into it yeah. um yeah after a week hiatus due to nft nyc my dude rizzles back even though he didn't go to nft nyc this year unfortunately and was sorely missed by everyone who's like where's rizzle it's not the same without him um <laughs> It's still a fun time with everyone. We can talk about that. And, of course, like the, the big, big topic this week we want to cover. We want to get into everything that we got cooking up for Rizzle Fest. So, 
Dude, what did you do with your quote unquote week off last week? I'm sure it wasn't a week off because of Rizzle Fest this week, but uh, well, it's always it's always weird though, man. When like lots of people are at one of these conferences, it does sort of feel like a ghost town, like around the metaverse or whatever when those things are going on. Uh, but we actually had like a killer whip, man. While everyone was in NFT NYC, we had Polygonal Mines and Crypto Avatars on, and then we went uh, into Moniverse and used the Crypto Avatars to play this hopping game that Scoob had made. Uh, and it was awesome, man. So it was, even though it seemed like sort of, uh, everyone was gone week, people turned out for the whip, uh, last week, which was awesome to see, which, and I feel like doesn't always happen when those type of events are occurring. Um, but I don't know, man, if, if I didn't have Rizzlefest coming up, uh, you know, my, with it being my namesake, uh, this week, I, I probably would have made more of an effort to get to NFT NYC, but it was sort of a combination of like, ah, I sort of feel like I've been there, done that at this point, And it's like right before. Rizzlefest and and before they NFT NYC moved the date to this past week, I I, pro, I was intending on going uh, at least for a day or two, but uh, I don't know. I feel I feel like I'm in a good place for Rizzlefest now, and I feel like I would not have been if I was like in the madness of NFT NYC for the past like several days. So yeah. uh, so no regrets, man, but some FOMO, like seeing pictures online of like you know friends hanging out and uh, and that kind of thing, and it's always nice to hear that uh, I was missed and everything, but. Uh, but dude, we'd love to hear like the the hot takes and like the real scoop from the ground floor of NFT NYC because I, I feel like that's usually what I look for the most, and I, I know you were there in it. So, uh, so how was it, man? Um, yeah, zooming out a little bit, I think. I mean, your choice not to go, yeah, a little bit of FOMO, seeing everything in the timeline. But you did go to ETH Denver too, and I feel like everyone, like if they get any FOMO from any of these events, it's just like hey. You don't have to go to every event because there's way too much overlap. It would be yeah. super redundant, I think. And you would probably be like, eh, it's more like maybe Eat Denver this year is even better from your perspective if you would have gone to NFT NYC. So many like same faces, I think, were at both. So like picking and choosing one or two or three events throughout a year to go to is probably the best way. And make sure they are spaced out um, yeah. would probably be okay. So it was fun. Like, like I was saying before, there are the vibes were very similar to like the the 2020 uh, NFT NYC in particular when what, it was. Why like, do you think, man? Because I, um, I, I saw a couple people like you know on social media saying things similar to that, and I'm I'm just curious to hear your take on why it, it was different. Uh, so like even the the quote unquote bigger events were really they're more low key. It was just like a venue. Um, maybe they had like the the art up and some other like experientials around there but everything was pretty tame from the the event perspective and most of the meetups that i I went to simply were like a bar location and people and it was just a group of good people getting together just like back then so i think it was like the combination of the the more or less down market folks and projects in particular like being a little bit more cost conscious with their treasuries and what they're spending on. So it ended up being a little bit more focused on the people participating and showing up in the conversations that, that folks had um, after parties and, and meetups got started. Yeah, and I saw a lot of people say the same thing and I can't think of any other reason other like than those major factors to influence it. Yeah. And just like people have been, they've done the big parties already and it's like, what's, what's the return? Like they are fun, but there's not like a huge return on conversion or anything like that. Like Nifty Gateway and Cyber Brokers did a big thing last year, amazing. 
but like we had the the IRL like mint tied into there and like auctions and stuff and it was like a full-bodied event and those extra elements were first of all most people missed them and then other than that it's just like people had a great time snapped some good pictures moved on to the next event so you're not really getting a ton of bang for your buck um yeah yeah. i feel like in the beginning sorry go ahead Mm -hmm. no keep going dude I was just going to say, I feel like early on, those parties were almost just like a flex, like, you know what I mean? That that they could do it. And it was almost like a pissing contest of who could throw like a bigger, cooler party. But uh, that's that's sort of one of the reasons why I didn't feel as bad about missing it this year. It's sort of the same thing. I'm like, oh, I've been there, done that. But but I dig that kind of vibe that you're talking about. Uh, you know, let me ask you this, though. Did you a- go to any of the actual conference at all? Dude, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have either. I didn't even buy a ticket last year. I was just confirming that we're talking about like New York City, not necessarily NFT NYC. Yeah, I mean, just to be super clear too, like didn't buy a ticket. I heard they're like six hundred dollars or something. It turned out from what I heard from other folks that had like swung through the conference that they weren't even checking for tickets either. Uh-huh. So imagine if you would have bought a ticket and gone there, and they're just like, no one's checking for anything. It's Take the ultimate rug. I don't. I don't know what was going on in that front. Again, that was hearsay. I didn't verify it firsthand. But it sounds like some like stupid thing they would do because they just they they just constantly like whiff on on easy layups and stuff like that. But everyone else is saying the same thing too. It's just it's a it it's it's biggest utility and best utility. Uh, the NFT NYC conference literally is just saying that they're doing it a specific week <laughs> in the year. Yeah. And then people are like, yeah, there we go. That's all we need to start booking tickets. <laughs> meet up with everyone and not go to the conference with. They should honestly just like not do a conference and just say they are. And people literally won't care as long as they're not charging people to go to a fake conference. So do you, we talked uh, on either the last podcast or two podcasts ago about, you know, NFT NYC sort of losing their foothold. There's like, it's like the NFT event that anchors like, you know, the, the NFT universe or whatever. And, and it had been for a long time. Uh, do you feel like this helped or hurt their case in any way? Or you th- feel like it's like net neutral or, you know, what, what do you think? But, but because the people did actually show up to the event and a, a lot of people, again, they criminally underwhelmed with what they saw um, or like the lack thereof with no one actually there present or, or anything like that. And I know there's a lot more people that came to the realization, Oh, it's like, we really can avoid it. It's totally avoidable. And we should just come here on our own as a group, as a community, whatever uh, around that same time and just do the satellite thing. But like, Maybe maybe someone's going to, to build something or come up with a, a clever solution to actually accomplish that. But until someone actually steps up and says, like, hey, we're going to be like the anchor reason why you need to come here, I, I still can foresee NFT NYC just continuing to do its thing in a way that's entirely just not fun and boring and a waste of time and a cash drain on folks to get their tickets heading forward just to continue to be that that anchor for everyone else to do their shit around. Otherwise, I don't, there's no one else that can really step into the void as far as I see it. Like, Yuga and all those folks are doing their own thing are so distinct at this point that if they were to jump in, I think a lot of people would be probably turned off or feel like NFT NYC is no longer for them. It's just for some APFP stands or whatever. So for as much as we shit on NFT NYC, like they, they do that 
great service of yeah. making it easy for everyone to align on that specific week or whatever that they are doing their underwhelming event. <laughs> no, it's, you know, uh, yeah, and I go back and forth, man, you know, for, for a few years there, uh, it, it was exciting going to NYC and it is exciting that it's ground zero. And I, and it's like actually fairly local for me or like reasonably local. So I, I like that from a convenience standpoint of that being sort of like the default ground zero. Um, so, uh, and it's, it's so crazy, man. It, it's like such madness. I feel like every one of the last few that I've been to and like just the shuffling from like side events to side events. Um, but part of me does like love that in small doses. Like, I feel like it's kind of fun to return to, uh, you know, once a year, once every other year, just to sort of do the thing. Um, but I was, I forget who posted it, man, but someone was talking about like, you know, how, I think it might've been rare Skrilla actually, like how many of these like high school reunions can you do like in Mm. one year or whatever? And that's, you know, sort of touching on your point of East Denver and there being a lot of overlap in faces and, you know, I was saying this to my wife as well the other day, you know, in, in the beginning, like a lot of us didn't even know each other at all in real life. And, and you know, it's funny, you and I did the podcast for like a year and a half without having any idea what each other looked like or anything. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and so especially those first several events, honestly, you're meeting like a new cast of characters that have been like important in your life. Like, you know, if, if you're doing this full time like we are, like, you know, it, it, these are people who have been pivotal in, you know, our history and our roles here and everything. Uh, but it's, it feels like the more of these things I go to, the less of those people I've never met, like are there, you know what I mean? And so I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, in the beginning I was like, bam, like I show up to this thing and I like check 75 boxes of like people I had never met before and, and, and like wouldn't even be able to sleep at night because I was like so overwhelmed and it was like so cool and exciting and everything. Uh, now you go to these things and like, you know, you inevitably meet like a bunch of people, but like you're, you're sort of like bang for the buck in terms of like going to these things to like have novel social experiences with people you've never really met before. I I feel like that has sort of like dissipated and not, you know, it's inevitable and it's not bad, but it's like, Oh, cool, man. I saw you at like the last thing and the thing before that, what's up? How's it been going? Rather than like, Oh my God, I've known you for so long. Like, oh, you know, I don't know. Just different vibes. Totally, totally. Uh, Shout out Skrilla. Uh, Total like high school reunion vibes, right? For a lot of the events. The best best events around NFT NYC were were the ones where like so many different types of people were invited, but like on a smaller scale. At the, the end of the week, Colborn... And Mocha uh, put together like a pilgrimage to the Mocha Church in Kingston, New York, a little bit upstate. And it was set up and designed as like a NFT NYC decompression. So Colborn, like he had a dinner that on Friday night where he invited like 40-ish folks and almost everyone there. It, it was a proper reunion. Either they had known one another only digitally and never met anyone. Like Aaron Huey, um, whom we chatted with a bunch and had on like the whip and it's like Matt geo photographer doing all that finally met him um yeah and about like 15 other folks that i never had met before but have so many like mutual friends or acquaintances in between and it was like a dinner at the church then we went out to some like country hotel we're all kicking it for a couple days um hiking like going around this like little town over there 
yeah, bro, dude, that, that was that was the the good stuff. And mlo.art was there, and actually Robness was there. Um, died with the most likes. Everyone that I had wanted to meet up during the proper NFTMIC like time frame, but like because of all the competing events and schedules, like just never had got to meet or like missed one another because they went to the event later. I was earlier. All those folks were at the church, and it was kind of perfect. That small, yeah. personal, curated thing, and that's exactly what Rizzlefest is shaping up to be. Like even like Brookhawk, I didn't, I couldn't meet him through through the week. We were at the same events, and. I was just early, he was later, um, saw easy for a second, but couldn't really hang out with them. So to be able to really, really kick it with these folks for a few days, I'm really looking forward to it. Otherwise, like having missed them at NFT NYC for sure would have been like really bummed that I just didn't meet them at all. So, yeah. Dude, I, I feel like, I, and did you go to the church itself? Yeah, we were in oh, the church dude. meeting for the dinner. It was, oh, dude, it was a, I, it's I would love a to hear about it. Yeah. But, but, so wait, before you continue, man, I just want to say like that's the type of thing that I would like go for. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it's something, and I feel like Coldy's uh, karaoke party, Coldy and Anne Marie's karaoke party, sort of like anchored the NFT NYC events for me for like the last couple years, where I was like, okay, even if I don't go to anything else, I know if I make it to this thing it's going to be like exactly what you described, like essentially like a family reunion. And there's going to be a bunch of people there who I know that, that I haven't met. And it, there's like, there is like a ground zero within the ground zero of NFT NYC and talking about you talking about stuff like that, man, is, is the stuff that like really gives me FOMO of like, a, and, and you know, one of the reasons and concepts behind Rizzlefest, like one of these like localized uh, ground zero events where you can just like kick it with people who you actually like want to hang out with. Dude, I would love to hear like uh ground floor perspective on the church, man. I, 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 that's like on my, uh, you know, web three lists of places to visit, uh, you know, top, top, top. It, so in the town itself, Kingston is, it's like two and a half hours away from NFT NYC or NYC rather. It's beautiful. It looks like this old Rust Belt town. Like there's a, a river with like a, a mini little port that the church is situated in front of, like on this like large hill that has this like winding road that, that leads up to it. We came in on this big ass coach bus and we just like hit a roadblock about five minutes away. <laughs> like that just went to like the dirt roads and all that. So Coburn needed to come out in his little van and we're just like Yo, everyone, hop in here. Let's get over to the church. It was all like very <laughs> pilgrimagey, and the church itself, it, like a country church, um, could probably fit a couple, like a hundred or so folks at max capacity. Totally converted into like an artist residency, like on the main church floor, um, with the big space that's perfect for like huge gatherings, dinners, very intimate. There's a kitchen there, and then. Coburn's whole living space is like tucked below um, that main church floor into like a semi basement thing that looks really, really rad. Um, <laughs> it was perfect. Everyone got off the bus there. We're like, what the, what the hell is even going to happen? No one knew who was going to be at the dinner, too, um, because it was so like pretty exclusive. And people like throughout the week, are you going to Mokotun? Or And everyone just kept saying no. So most people are just like, all right, we'll just like eat it and see who, who shows up there. But Coburn had his his like childhood friend put together an amazing three course menu. Um, they're doing some collaboration with with Avalanche. Um, there's like 
some crypto social play that someone named Ludovica is is helping to put on and create as part of a like a Goka initiative. So they were giving us like an early sneak preview into their plans on that front. Um, just been a ton of artists who've been touched uh, in some shape, way, or fashion by Colborn, Mocha, and, and everything that they're doing. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then everyone, of course, like is focused on eating and chatting and drinking, and yeah, went back to the hotel and crazy night of just drinking more, chatting, having fun. Um, it was fun, man. It really fun, was man. like hyper specific, um, but like really artist artist heavy. Una was there, crazy performance artist. Recently, just had like a three hundred thirty-three ETH sale um, to to threesomes. Actually, another artist who collected uh, her, her recent oh, I saw that. work. Yeah, and it, getting to know folks like that was just mind blowing. Like seeing them again, the people that you see from afar maybe have some slight connection to, but otherwise, without any other compelling re- reason, like would never have been able to interact with. Like getting to know them was just was perfect, and it just. Everything that we're doing, this more high, highly curated, like in real life meetup, like that is the way. Um, yeah. Heading forward, keeping it nice and tight, curated whitelist uh, of guests. It's perfect, man. It really is. It makes everything so much better and worth it. Dude, I hope that Rizzlefest is that, man. It seems like it has all the ingredients there for it and everything. And, uh, you know, as you know, that was sort of like the mindset behind creating this whole thing and put like, uh, you know, more tickets out there for sale than we actually sold and wasn't really sure if this was like a concept that was going to like catch fire and we'd have like 150 like randos, you know, show up as well that we'd have to manage. But as it turns out, man, it's like 35 people who I imagine are very similar in a lot of ways to that crowd that you were at the uh, Museum of Crypto Church of the Museum of Crypto or with uh, in terms of like, you know, a lot of these people go back a long way with each other. A lot of people either know each other or know of each other. Uh, And uh, I don't know, man, I'm I'm excited for like something different uh, this time around. ETH Denver was that for me, man. And, you know, we talked a little bit about before how like, you know, the, the sort of focus of the conference in ETH Denver was a little bit different. Um, and I'm trying to like, you know, keep that, you know, those types of things, if I'm picking and choosing my travel, um, stuff that offers some something different or some sort of like different experience and everything. Um, I was actually just talking about Toxam about like potentially hosting NFT Crossroads again next year in Valencia, Spain, uh, which was like so cool and outside of the realm of stuff that I normally do. Uh, and and was also like a facilitator of me meeting a lot of people across the pond who don't get over to NFT NYC and everything. And I'm like, you know, now there's enough of these things going on that I can be more focused on like what the most valuable experience is for me, like personally and professionally. And like if NFT NYC wasn't so local, it, like I'll it, this probably won't be my last NFT NYC. Like I, I'm sure I'll be at more moving forward, but. I don't think if it wasn't local, I would feel like the need or the desire to, you know, fly across the world for something similar in like, you know, just a different location uh, to just Uber around or like try and like find people and everything. It's, it's, you know, I just feel like the format format has sort of been like mashed on repeat. So, uh, so I don't know, man, I, I, I hope that like the, the, what you're describing, man, that retreat is so cool that that's something I would like travel for or something like moving forward, you know, if it wasn't 
necessarily like a side event or, or I don't know, man, maybe if it wasn't just a side event, like, like you're talking about, but I'm like, you know, and, and also sort of going back to this thing that we've like touched on a little bit before where it feels like uh, the NFT community is sort of like uh, becoming more and more diversified in the sense of like collectors have their main things that they're looking for within the context of the space. And now I feel like the artists are sort of like more and more like carving out their own like artist specific niches within these uh, spaces as well. We talked about like the anti-conference conference. I don't, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but the one that was in Mexico that I, I know you went to and it was also like a pretty tight, like really positive experience. And like, um, I don't know, man. I, I hope to see more stuff like that because, you know, as we've, we've sort of beaten into the ground here, I, I feel like the, the biggest value add for me is those things rather than trying to just maneuver around from thing to thing to thing. Um, so I don't know, man. It's crazy that it's coming up so quick. Yeah. And well, you just shared the, the actual schedule or Rizzlefest schedule. <laughs> That's a fun credit card. Um, <laughs> Dude, I'm so excited. It's it's nice and loose, but there's some like really appealing looking waypoints that folks can optimize their stay at Rizzlefest around. Um like knife throwing with easy or fishing, um Trizlets, aimless hiking. <laughs> a new Momo, shout out Scott from New Momo has a creative photo uh course that he's gonna kick off. Flashlight tag. Basketball tourney um, on Saturday with Brooke Hawk and, and crew. Bro, like, th- this is going to be so fun. Um, and having never been to Tennessee the, or Nashville or the country there, like, being able to get into to the nature of Tennessee, I'm lo- really looking forward to that part, too. Yeah, man. I mean, this is uncharted territory for me as well. And shout out Sky Bravo, who has been on the ground floor of the camp and been a tremendous help putting this whole thing together. Um, but yeah, man, that's, I just put the schedule together this morning, uh, you know, tried to compile all the information. Um, but it, it should be fun, dude. It, it's, it's like a nice combination of stuff going on the whole weekend that is like opt in basically, you know, there, there's a few other things. Explorers is playing, uh, doing a dodgeball tournament. Um, yeah, there's fishing competitions that Metafins is kicking off. He's like put up like 10 fishing poles and tackle boxes and everything for people who catch the biggest fish to take home and. Uh, it's, it's cool. Like, uh, you know, I sort of put this together and was like, Hey, anyone who's attending, if you want to do a thing, like I'll put you on the calendar and we can do a thing. And then like, you know, Sandy just booked her flight, Sandy meow, shout out Sandy. And she just like sent me a picture of like these boxes of like bracelet beads and things she's bringing for like arts and crafts. So she's been like talking to planet Binks who put together this like egg hunt. And I, I guess Easy's going out there to hide 50 eggs that have NFTs or something inside of them. So, uh, so we got that going on and they're going to like paint mandala rocks and like, you know, uh, but also like if you want to do nothing at all and just kick it in a canoe all weekend with a buddy or whatever, or no buddies, uh, you know, you can do that too. So, uh, so I don't know, man, it, it's, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to like, honestly have a loose schedule of like fun things to do in general because i feel like whenever i travel now i'm like booked with like meetings and like networking events and like stuff that i you know boxes that i have to check off but it's cool to like bring all these people to one place 
and be like, yo, we can do whatever you want. Let's see what's going on today. And, uh, you know, if we want to check that out or just kick it by the fire or whatever, you know, we can do that. So, um, I don't know, man, something, something different, but, uh, I feel like very excited to do something different for the first time in a, in a while. So, uh, I don't know, man. Appreciate your support. I know you're coming out and trying to work out your travel schedule and everything. And uh, and honestly, everyone who's coming, I feel like has sort of taken a leap of faith that <laughs> I'm not going to murder them in the woods or like send them on some wild goose chase and everything, which which I appreciate. It does put the pressure on a little bit because like I'm like, oh, my God, I have like 35 people who I respect to like make sure, <clears throat> excuse me, don't have like a really shitty experience or something. Um, but I think, I think we did it, man. We'll, we'll see on the podcast next week, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, first of all, shout out to executing on this. Like it, there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, we should do our own thing. And it never gets there because like planning it, it, it these sorts of events takes a lot of time and coordination and effort. Like you did it the right way, like keeping it on force, keeping it like a M- proper MVP, just having enough, like bells and whistles to make it appealing and sound fun and interesting for folks but keeping it open and fresh enough that like the the people that actually go will help be able to fill it out and and like make it into this living thing so hopefully it inspires other people too um to take a shot at putting these things together it's not it's not impossible it is a lot of work but if you give yourself enough lead time like you can chunk it out and and get all the, the bits and pieces together in time for it so Looking forward to it. Yeah. Really looking forward to people talking about it afterwards or during the event, sharing the tweets and, and seeing what the, the reaction from the rest of the spaces, um, whether they're interested or thinking how, like, fuck, I should have got, I, I'm just imp- anticipating so many people that are like, fuck, I knew I should have pulled the trigger on it next year or whatever. Um, so that'd be fun and be a great first thing to be, to be a part of. Yeah. I, I have a feeling <clears throat> that, there as long as something doesn't go catastrophically wrong which it shouldn't it seems like all the details are like well all the details are locked down i mean i guess there's a lot of you know this is one of these situations uh in in case you aren't like totally aware i'm like a little bit of a control freak um but this is like one of these situations where i it's too big of a thing for me to control everything myself so i've had to put my trust and my faith in other people to be able to execute things on my behalf, which is a good lesson for me in sort of allowing that to happen. And it, it's inevitable. <clears throat> but I am glad that we didn't sell like a shitload of tickets, to be honest with you. Like this, this isn't something, you know, 35 people are coming. It was just enough to break even with a little bit of wiggle room on top so that if like we show up and something goes wrong we can like go hit up walmart and like save the day or or something like that but uh if we sold 200 tickets uh, you know would have made some money on top of it but i feel like it also would have been 10x the logistical nightmare and the crowd that is coming to this made it much easier than it would be if a bunch of random people were coming. I mean, I literally know or or like know by proxy every single person who's coming to this thing. And I think that actually, and and a lot of the people coming do as well. So that like really helped fill out the content calendar of stuff going on because everyone was like, oh, hell yeah. Like so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so are coming. Like, you know, easy. It's like, dude, how about a knife throwing class? How about a creative writing class? Like this is all fam coming and I think that like that inspired other people to come who are from like our same similar like social networks, uh, but also like knowing that there's 
no pressure to do like this is like the whip fam right like everything's like a work in progress so like you know you you show up and you want to do a thing and trislet's like aimless hike to nowhere ends up with like a bunch of people with soggy shoes or something like it, it's all for the, like the the fun and the adventure and uh just sort of hanging out with people and, and doing the thing so um not you know shout out to trislet i'm sure his hiking skills won't lead us to soggy depths or whatever but uh, we got, we got Trislet, we got Trislet taco day on the first, uh, day of real lunch, his birthday and his wife's birthday are actually on the 20th. So we're going to get a, we're going to get a cake and have a little Trislet birthday, uh, celebration the first night as well. It's going to be fun, man. Looking forward to it. And like another, like a proper break too. Like this is like a decompression to the decompression of Mocha church pilgrimage. I'm feeling like with all the good people, um, yeah, everyone that's, listening in that'll be there shout out to you um making this happen it'll be fun very excited to form these new memories and experiences with y'all um everyone that didn't pull the trigger um prepare for some fomo <laughs> and you'll probably get a, a shot at this at some later date uh in some shape way or fashion but yeah stoked for it man um and then as a result like rizzle fest coinciding with thursday and the whip and everything no whip. This is like an IRL whip. <laughs> you can yeah. probably think of it as. You got to show up to be a part of it. Otherwise, uh, you'll miss it. Um, but yeah, we'll be back the, the week following with a, a fun little whip planned. And yeah, anything else we're missing before we sign off? I think we've got a good one when we come back on the 27th with Async Art. So uh, look out for that. Anyone who's not able to make Rizzlefest. And uh, I don't know, if, if anyone wants us to like throw a stick in the fire in your honor or something, you know, hit us up. Um, and we'll, we'll burn something on your behalf, but, uh, dude, I really, really do genuinely appreciate your support, uh, and everyone who's like on this strange adventure with us. And, and, you know, there's a lot of people who weren't able to make it, especially, uh, people abroad who it just wasn't in their travel plans or budget or whatever. Uh, and I know they, uh, want, are sending our us our blessings and want us to have a good time and everything and want this to be a success. So I I'm fully aware that like, you know, just because some people didn't attend doesn't mean they're not in support of this. And, uh, you know, had a lot of like really cool projects come out and sponsor like a lot of cool stuff for the attendees, uh, who, uh, you know, and projects with people who weren't able to make it. Um, so, uh, I don't know, man. I'm I'm feeling very grateful for all the support and all the love, both yourself and uh, everyone supporting this event. I just fucking hope it's dope, man. <laughs> it, it should be, but I'm like, ah, I, I'll be. I'm so excited for it, but I will be excited when it's done and was dope, and I can be like, fuck yeah, that was dope. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be fun. And real quick, just like uh, to help me remember too, Mlo Art uh, gave me some stickers and, and pens to give to you uh, as oh, a gift. Up. Well, yeah, expect that and remind me if I don't give it to you right away. Yo, thank you, Emma. Appreciate that. Cool. Awesome, brother. We're well, looking forward right. to seeing you in, in Tennessee at Rizzle Fest. And yeah, we can take everything from there. Sounds good, dude. Take care, man. Peace.